You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. So I'd like to welcome Diana Brent. So Diana uh, comes on a lot of our calls now and she's very skilled with many things, including Braille and um, other helpful things with iOS. And she's been a teacher of the visually impaired and it has a lot of really good resources. And she offered to help us figure out the rotor in iOS. And judging by the fact that we have 24 people here that we know that people want to know more about the rotor and how to demystify the rotor. So Diana, you can take it away from here. And thank you very much for doing this for us. We really appreciate that. Okay. I think I actually unmuted myself, which is a good thing. Um, The first thing I am going to mention is um, full disclosure that the the rotor, I love the rotor. I, I can't imagine working without it. But it has some intricacies that you have to get used to. And the other thing I'm going to say is that I think when I, I'll go through the settings first in the, um, well, I'll talk a little bit about it then go through the settings and then talk about how different ways you can change the rotor to make it do what you want it to do, which is always nice. Um, But I don't have a QWERTY keyboard. I have a Braille keyboard, but I don't have a Q, a, a um, QWERTY. So what that means is I went into the help and I got some of the commands and Kim helped me with others this morning. So this document is a work in process. I put them in. So thank you to Kim. But anyway, um, so maybe if you have a QWERTY keyboard and the commands I give don't work for you, I'm happy to have you tell me which ones do work. So we'll get started. Um, If you think of the rotor as a little knob on your screen, and that's not a, it's a, think of it as a physical knob, but obviously it isn't. It's just a, a way you move your fingers like on a knob. And so you change the rotor with a turning motion with your fingers. And we'll talk about this more later. But um, it's a part of voiceover, and its intent is to enhance navigation or add controls for easier or quicker access. And you can access it with gestures or using a QWERTY or you can a Braille keyboard. I couldn't make Siri access it. I told her to, and she said she had no idea what I was talking about. So unless somebody else has a magic touch, that is all I can tell you. Now, I think the first thing we'll do is we'll go into the settings. And if you want to follow along, please do. However, because you can move things around on your rotor, your rotor settings may not be in the same order or options, I should say in that I am lifting them off here because I've moved mine around so that the ones I use most conveniently 
are where I can find them, or more often, I should say. Um, so all the items will be there, but you might not find them in the same places. So you can either listen or you can go through yours swiping as we go. Um, so to access the rotor, you go first to settings, to accessibility, to voiceover, to rotor. And this will open the list. And if you're using gestures, swiping right through it will move down the list and double tapping the item, any of these items will select it. And that means when you use your rotor later, it will be there. Below each item is a reorder button with option, which means once you get all your items in, in your rotor and you think, well, gee, um, I don't wanna have words and then suddenly headings come up. I wanna have it moving by words and then char or characters and then words and lines. So you reorder them so that they work in that order. So the rotor item includes um, on the top of mine, because that's where I happen to put it, is a volume. And this volume can be separate from the volume buttons on your phone. And often in Zoom calls, I find that the Zoom level is great, but the volume for my voiceover is very soft and I want to turn it up. So I use this volume rotor and it turns that up. Um, the next one I have is text selection. So that means I can, I don't have to go to the editor and, and select text that way. I can use this text selection, which is in the rotor. Then there's braille screen input for me, characters. So that means if it's in characters, when we move, when you do the flick gesture to move, it'll move by characters. If you go to words, it'll move by words. That's the next one. Then there's lines. Um, and then I, there's speaking rate. So um, you could speed up your speech or slow it down on the fly. You don't have to go into voiceover to do it. Um, I haven't added that one to my rotor or to the rotor when I want to access it, but it, the, whether you add them or not, the options always remain in the list of things that you can add. So then there's, there's also um, links. So that means on a web page, you can go through and, and set your rotor to links and then just skim through the web page by links. There's sounds. Um, on an iPad, you might wanna use containers. You don't tend to use that on a phone. Um, typing mode, and that ch uh, changes the way, I've, I haven't actually used it on the rotor, but I, it'll change the way your typing works. Then there's non-visited links. So if there's a web page you go to a lot, but you don't want, you only want to see things you haven't visited, you would go to non-visited links. Landmarks, punctuation, 
tables. So if you were in a complicated table, you could flick to this and use the rotor to help you move by rows and columns. Audio ducking, lists, visited links, buttons, text fields, search fields, images, headings, static text I've never played with really, but there it is, form controls, same item, and then there's a Zoom. Now don't get excited, that doesn't let you go in Zoom. It's to, to set up magnification or, um, or not the Zoom app. So if you are a low vision user and you use Zoom sometimes, it would be handy to have this in your rotor because you could turn it on and off. Language, so people that have many languages, and it's interesting. I found this was selected in my rotor, whether I wanted it to be selected or not, even though I have only one language, but it's there in case I wanna change it. So you could put different languages in there. Vertical navigation, I've never played with. Handwriting, hints, articles, audio destination, braille tables, so that would be if you say you wanted to some work in computer braille, or sometimes you wanted to work in UEB braille, or you had a French table, braille table, you were working with a braille display. So that would be what that's for. Um, activities, slide to type, um, braille, auto advanced speed. So you can play with how, if you want to have your braille scroll, you could use that. Screen recognition, describe images, and direct touch. Okay, so that is all of the things in the settings. Where to find rotor setting, setting rotor and setting? Okay, start, go into settings. And then go to accessibility and oh, then accessibility. open up voiceover. Uh, so you'd have to be a voiceover user to have the rotor available to you. And then skip down its past. Um, there's uh, a Braille and there's, I haven't got my phone right here, but just keep flicking. Well, I do have it, but it's not in that option. Um, keep clicking down until you come to, and it'll say rotor. So you oh, just okay. keep clicking right. Okay, thank you. You Sorry. can okay. also ask Siri to open voiceover settings. You can ask Siri oh, to right. open settings within voiceover, but you can ask Siri open voiceover settings, which gets you part of the way. Right. Part of the right. way there uh, if you want to do that. But And then you just check or uncheck the things you want, like Diana said. Within those, like you just check them and uncheck them if you want them to be in your rotor. You can access the rotor in really three ways. You can use a Braille keyboard. You can use a, um, if you use that, you turn the rotor clockwise with dot five, six cord. So it's like turning your knob again on the screen. And this would be once you have 
your items added to the rotor and you want to use some of them, you would use this. So dot five, six to turn it clockwise, counterclockwise, which is to the left, or like, yeah, uh, off is, or down, like turning a, it's like a radio knob. So turn it down with two, three chord. And you move by whatever navigation unit you choose with dot three chord to move back or six chord to move forward. Now with a, with a QWERTY keyboard, and I had to look and help for this, I, it popped up and it said accessibility shortcuts, which means this, these would have already been put in the shortcuts for you. And it says to move clockwise, use command plus right arrow and move counterclockwise with command plus left arrow. So that would be to move your option or your rotor and choose. And then you're gonna choose how you, um, once you've chosen, like say you wanted, you were in a document, you wanted to move by words. So you would use those commands, command right or command left, um, or if it was a braille keyboard, you would use dots, um, uh, three and six to move by words or characters or whatever you set. So if you find that your shortcut keys don't work, um, I found another thing in um, a voiceover document that said if you press your voiceover key plus U and then move clockwise with right arrow and a counterclockwise with left arrow. And that'll make, that'll choose how you wanna move and then use up and down arrows to, um, to move by that number. So now there's one other way that Kim just explained to me today. If you use quick nav, if it's on, up or down, uh, up arrow plus right arrow moves the rotor clockwise and up arrow plus left arrow moves it counterclockwise. So now we're gonna get into what most of you will have to do because you may not be using keyboards is turning the rotor with gestures. And so, like I said, it's like turning a knob. So there's several ways. Apple just says, two finger rotate clockwise or two finger rotate left makes it um, counterclockwise, which means if you hold the phone in one hand, and I think it would depend whether you were right or left-handed, and the screen is facing you, so you're in portrait mode, you place two fingertips close together. Well, I use like not the very tips of my fingers, like where I read Braille, the, the, the little pads on my fingers. And if you twist your hand wrist, like you're turning a doorknob or a radio knob to those, so those two fingers move in a little bit of an arc, a circle around the screen with practice that spins the rotor. Now, um, the other way you can do it, because I had trouble with that motion, is I left my fingers on the screen still. I still had them on the screen 
with my screen face up and my fingertips on it. But instead of moving my fingers, I moved the phone. I kind of twisted it in an arc that was with the, I moved the phone hand that had the phone in it and kept the fingers still. And for me, that worked. Now, some people um, also, and this really works well for an iPad because the iPad surface is so much bigger and it's harder to hold, but it also works on your phone quite well, but you have to have, I would think, the phone on a flat surface, because I don't know how you quite hold your hand. Let me try it in your hand and do this. Yeah, I guess you could, but to practice, I'd put it on a flat surface like a table and place it in front of you face up and place the index finger from each hand close together on the phone. And so then together, simultaneously slide one finger up and the other finger down. So you're moving them at the same time in the opposite direction. And you can think of if your right finger is moving down and your left one moving up, you're moving counterclockwise. So it's like turning it to the right. If your left finger moves down and that turns the rotor counterclockwise. And so that, that takes practice. But once you get that, the, whatever system works and there's no wrong one, um, other people have made accessibility shortcuts or ways and you can, I, I forgot to put that in here, but we can talk about that after if anybody wants to. So now, once we figured out how we actually turn the rotor, um, we can now start to actually use it. So once you've chosen how you wanna want to, um, let's say we're using, um, we're in an email message that you've written and you want to um, move, check it and move word by word. So you would spin your rotor to find where you put words on your rotor. And this is where it's important when I talked about going um, and putting in your, from the settings, that little reorder button um, to change where your things are in your rotor. So I have a group, I have braille screen input, characters, words, and lines all next to each other. And then I could get to those really quickly. So if I'm gonna say choose words and I'm using a gesture, so I'm going to uh, flick down with one finger and that moves me forward and one finger flick up. So if I was saying, hello, how are you today? Each time I flick down, it would move because I said it to words, it would move from one word to the next. <clears throat> and you can do, this is handy if you say are on a web page and you wanna move by headings, you set your rotor to headings, and then you just flick, 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 and you can skim a document really quickly that way. Thank you for listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. There are many ways to get in touch with us. 
you can call us toll-free at 1-877-304-0968. You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog. If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list, you can send a blank email to gttsupport plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.net.